welcome to Virtual Theater, the podcast all about video game movies and the stories that shape them. My name is Andy Spateri, reunited with Gooey Fame. How hey, are you, Gooey? It feels so good. I'm good. Yeah, it does. <laughs> How are you doing? Uh, great. I'm awesome. I, uh, you know, a lot of, you know, it feels like there's been a, uh, a lot of announcements in the years since we've started this show, but, um... This was a big week, maybe the biggest week for video game movies since we've started, because this was like the the pulling back of the curtain of the new Mario Bros. movie, which is like mm-hmm. the original Mario Bros. movie is kind of something that we built this podcast around. So it was like, you know, it, it, there was a lot of talk about both of those movies this week, or at least that I saw. So it was an exciting week. Yeah, I was like seeing new too. like it was fun to see. I mean, it's kind of the same sentiment over and over, but I saw like even newer articles that were like, no, thanks. We don't need this movie. We already have a masterpiece or whatever, <laughs> like by some random website. And I'm like, OK, maybe this is like the same, you know, goofy article the millionth time. But I always love it. You know, I love people giving shout outs to the original. <laughs> oh, totally. I, I feel like um, I don't have a lot of hills that I die on, but I I. God, it just it makes me so angry. Like when you <laughs> when you read and they're just like, oh, like with the I was watching um, what's that channel? The YouTube channel with Matt Pat Game Game Theory, although it was uh, Film Theory, and he was doing a thing about the Mario Bros. movie, like the new Mario Bros. movie, and he's like, yeah, the first one was awful, and I was like, you motherfucker, do you even you, know? You shut your mouth. <laughs> that I that had me thinking because I kept I kept thinking with a lot of the reactions to this new trailer, like. Like, people who are either, like, really against it or, like, also really defensive or, like, really worried about it either way. I was, I kept seeing this stuff and thinking, like, let's all calm down. Like, this is just, like, a Super Mario movie for kids. Like, we don't need to, like, get, this is not, like, life or death. But then I, then it had me thinking about how, how intense and it, we both get when we defend the original Mario <laughs> Brothers movie, and I'm like, okay, we're all we're all just yeah. like arguing about the Mario movie. <laughs> I mean, pretty important stuff, right? <laughs> yeah, it's, this uh, is so serious. Um. Well, yeah. So uh, the the trailer dropped. Uh, yet, well, as of recording right now, it dropped yesterday at, and there's a. I want to talk about this, actually, this Nintendo Direct. Did you watch the whole Nintendo Direct, or did you just watch the trailer? I saw some clips and screenshots, but I, I just watched the trailer mainly. I oh, did see that I, Chris I, Pratt was, like, oh six beers in. He, so they had a Nintendo Direct, which was quite charming. It started off with Miyamoto-san and, like, the head of Illumination, and they're like, we're gonna we're gonna flip it over to our movies cast, and Chris Pratt was there, and this dude was so fucked up. <laughs> yeah, I was like, I was like, what? is he okay? Like, did he just like is he on crystal meth or what like, do you what, think was what going on with Chris what Pratt? Do you think, yeah, what do you really think happened? If you had I don't to theorize, <laughs> was he just I, looking like, like that? Well, it wasn't just how he looked either. It like he was talking, and he was like, yeah, I was playing Mario as a kid, stomping on. Koopas and it's like, are you okay, Chris Pratt? Uh, I don't know. I heard I I saw something very funny where it was like, it was like somebody said like it looks like Chris Pratt is being held at gunpoint and Jack Black is the one holding a gun. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, wow. 
I, that was like hilarious watching Chris Pratt because it was so awkward and weird. And then like Jack Black was so awesome. Jack Black is always awesome, but mm-hmm. he was he was in fine form uh, in the pre like in the in, in the intro to the direct. So it was uh, I was pretty I was pretty pumped, especially after reading all those Polygon articles where it's like Chris Pratt's voice his Mario voice is going to be unlike anything you've ever heard. So I was like, this is this is going to be a moment. This is going to be incredible. That is really funny in retrospect that they said that. Right? <laughs> so I'm, I'm sitting, I'm actually, I was in my car. Um, I, I was at, a, I was out yesterday and I looked at my phone. I was like, oh shit, it's like two o'clock. I got, the Mario thing starts now. So I was in my car and I was watching it. I was at the grocery store just coming back, but I didn't want to miss it. So I waited in my car and, uh, it was late, and then it started, and then the trailer went on, and uh, let's just talk about the Mario voice first. We could talk about the rest of the trailer after. I I don't know what came over me, but I like laughed out loud, like hysterically in my car when Mario spoke, and it sounded exactly like Chris <laughs> Pratt. He's doing a little tiny accent. Kind of. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. I, I don't know what I was expecting because I mean like I guess I should have been expecting that but I, I don't know what but I just like when he said like whoa where am I or whatever he says I just I lost it I was like it's Chris Pratt like that's that's hilarious um, and then like, when he was just like it's uh, me uh, or let's uh, go uh, or something like that I I thought that was so funny I don't want to say you know I don't want to say like this guy's you know he's been in a lot of stuff I liked but like his portrayals of different characters, it's been kind of similar. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I i did not ever think that he would really do anything that is too off base of what he kind of does, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. It, so, so we were talking about this yesterday in Discord, and I had mentioned that, like, I, I've actually never seen the Minions movie or, like, Despicable Me or anything like that. Mm-hmm. So I just I just knew that Steve Carell was in it and that he had like a weird voice. So I actually Googled what his voice sounds like. And it didn't sound actually as different as I thought it would. But it, it was like, I think I was kind of expecting something like that. Yeah. Where you, like you could obviously tell it was still Chris Pratt, but like maybe something like weird. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I could believe but, like if you had told me beforehand, like Steve Carell, I'd be like, oh, I bet he'd do something. He seems like. Yeah. yeah. He has kind yeah. of a range, you know, or, or Jack Black even. I think Jack Black's like one of the i think one of the better modern like movie stars actually i think he is like a really awesome pick you know that's why i said in the discord as a joke i was like he should just play mario too like i think he could have done it i mean if it worked for uh mike myers right yes yeah i uh, <laughs> i i don't know what i was expecting but i i thought it was hilarious uh his it, voice i mean listen we we heard like three lines or whatever right true, so yeah. I mean, like there's obviously a lot more. I thought that the trailer was, you know what? I thought it was pretty good, actually. And, like, I think we both are kind of of the same opinion. We're like, I think we both were just like, yeah, the trailer probably will be good. This movie will be good. Like, it'll be, it'll go down easy, you know? Yeah, it's not going to, um, like, it's not going to, like, I don't know, shock and surprise yeah. you. It yeah, might, it'll I, probably, I, at best, it'll probably be, like, it might have, like, a little touching, lighthearted story or something that you want to take the kids to, you know, and at worst, it'll, like, be, like, 
kind of trashy. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I don't, I don't think it's going to be like, you know, it's not going to be super horrible, but it's, it's not really going to be that interesting either. You know, it'll be kind of rote. Like we've seen it before, which is fine. You know, I'm not. Yeah. Well, the stakes are really low here. I think, you know what I mean? Um, yeah. Like I, I think that this movie will make a lot of money. I think it, uh, I it's think obviously so, going to yeah. be made competently. It's like, you know, they've, they've got the, all the stars attached to it or whatever. Like, I, I think that this will be fine. You put it in a really good way, actually, where it's like, it's not going to offend anybody. It's going to go down easy. And we might not necessarily, like, remember a lot of it, but, you know, yeah. it'll it'll be fine. And it'll, it'll, I guess what it'll really do is, is show Nintendo that they can maybe make some more stuff with their IPs if they mm-hmm. wanted to. Yeah, so. at this point, any IP is up up for grabs. I think for like movie adaptations. So I think Nintendo, they they got to get in on the game. Um, Jack Black, <laughs> his Bowser, dude, it sounded so sick. He sounded so good. Yeah, I thought Jack Black was good. I'm I'm still I'm kind of most looking forward to hearing uh, Seth Rogen as Donkey Kong. Actually, I think that will be good even though I think he he will just be doing Seth Rogen voice but I think yeah. that I think that will be awesome. <laughs> I think it will be too. I I'm actually stoked about that. Um we're going to talk about Donkey Kong in just a sec by the way, but uh yeah, I think that that'll be fun. I I think that uh uh I I can't I can't remember who voices Cranky Kong, but I'm just excited for Cranky to show up. I wanted oh, to get yeah. your opinion on a couple things here, Goo. Okay. About this Mario Bros movie. Do you think like, what do you think the chances are that we see, like, I feel like there's different levels to these kinds of movies where, like, the 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 worst kind of level is, like, when your characters are, like, singing, like, a Katy Perry song and everybody's doing the Fortnite dance and it's oh, very yes, self-aware. Yes, yes, And stuff like that. <laughs> like, do you think, do you think that we see that in this movie? Because I, I think it's about 50-50. Yeah, I think, like... I think it's very close. Like, and I think it's because I think the the gap or like the little like range of what I'm saying of like at best to at worst that I'm picturing it will be is like a very slim margin. You know what I mean? So like, I think there's a good chance we'll see. You know, we'll hear some top forty hits uh, sung by Jack Black or whoever. You know, (laughs) well, and and that would be like cool. But I just like. Like some movies like this are kind of like, you know, they're kind of they're kind of sweet in their own way. But then like you you obviously have the other ones where it's like, all right, we've got to cram like whatever is popular with the kids in here. Like um, it, it makes me think of that, like uh, that Trolls movie with Justin Timberlake and they're like, you know, yeah, can't stop yeah, the feeling. Exactly. And I hear like hear that every day at work. <laughs> and I'm like, this is from the <laughs> Trolls movie. <laughs> uh, I think. I think, unfortunately, it's actually almost inevitable that we get, like, the, well, that just happened in this oh, movie. I, yeah. could, I could totally see Are Toad you, saying that. Do you see the thing <laughs> I posted of, like, uh, Toad or somebody saying, like, oh, shell, nah. <laughs> <laughs> I could see that, too. I think that would be great. I, I, I yeah. would take that. Um, yeah, so it's, uh, you know, it's a, pretty, it's a pretty good trailer as far as opening trailers go. I... I I don't know. I think I feel a little bit better about this movie. It doesn't look like as soulless as I thought that it might. Yeah, it looks nice. So that's like, good. It looks pretty nice. Yeah. Um. All right. Well, let's uh let's talk about Donkey Kong for a second oh, here, yeah. and, and 
We're not talking about Seth Rogen's Donkey Kong. No, sir. We're talking about uh, Virtual Theater's Donkey Kong, and uh, we have a special surprise for all of you Virtual Theater listeners out there. And maybe I should actually back up and just go and talk about Virtual Theater Patreon for a quick second. Yeah. Um, so, as everybody knows, we have a Patreon account here for the show where you can get a ton of bonus episodes. There's like random movies that we watch. There's music reviews, uh, wrestling reviews. There's... All kinds of, like, it's really an eclectic cast of, of stuff that we cover, like comics in there, tons of different stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and, stuff we uh, think of course, is cool. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And, of course, another uh, another thing that we do over on Patreon is we have reviewed the Legend of Zelda cartoon every single episode. We've done Season 1 of Captain N, so all 13 episodes there. And our next project is going to be... The Donkey Kong animated series. However, we've got a little bit of a twist here. Previously, our Patreon had two different tiers attached to it. Uh, All the bonus stuff for $1 and then the Zelda and Captain N shows for $5. But now everything is just a buck. It's just one tier. It's $1. All of that. One measly dollar. 100 cents. Whoa. I think that's, that's a great crazy. deal. <laughs> that's value. Yeah. Um, and we got something cool cooking with Donkey Kong here. So we are going to have this as a kind of Patreon exclusive, but we are also going to be releasing it to the general audience. So, um, Goo, maybe you take the reins and, and you can kind of explain how we're doing the, the Donkey Kong uh, animated series. Well, this will be this will be Patreon exclusive for a while. And then eventually it'll come out on the main feed but the way we're going to be doing this show is a little different than our previous shows we are going to come together andy and i before having watched a single episode and then we will we're going to start the show and then at the midway point of the show we're going to go and we're going to watch that week's episode or or that i don't know how we're going to release these but that episode's episode of donkey kong and then we're just going to give you our thoughts right after we watch it. We're going to watch it together as pals, which will be a lot more fun, I think. And then we'll 100%. Be coming, we're going to come to you live with our reactions. Not literally live, but you'll get our <laughs> reactions to the show <laughs> as we just watched it. And then, uh, yeah, ev- eventually we'll release that to the main feed. But if you're on Patreon, there's going to be also a commentary track in the episode where we actually just watched it together so you kind of get a little bit a uh, bit extra but, but that's not coming for a while the uh the main feed so if you want to if you want to hear it now hear it fresh you got to come on over and give us one dollar one buckaroo <laughs> um but uh we are going to slowly slowly be releasing the original Zelda series, so uh, that that's yes. something to uh, to look forward to. That's going to be cool. Those, so I uh, about a year ago, I was away for a weekend or something like that, and I I wasn't able to record the Zelda cast for Zelda Dungeon, and I needed an episode, and I took I think the first episode that we did of the podcast, and I went and I edited the podcast to remove all the profanity. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> I didn't even think of it as that bad, but <laughs> I was like cackling listening to this episode I, oh my god 
It was so funny listening to us talk about Link and like what a scumbag he is and just oh my god I I can't wait for uh, if you haven't checked it out um, you're gonna love it and uh, again if you want to get in on the action right away with DK with Captain N uh, one buck yeah one dollar so even even though this stuff's coming there's still some nice uh, yes some nice uh, unique content over on the Patreon. Uh, that you can only get there, so that's you right. Know, we we want everyone to hear our stuff. We also want to, you know, if you want to throw us a buck, absolutely. You know it. what that's <laughs> called in Canada? It's called a loony. A loony. Toss us a loony. Yeah, I'd take a toonie if we could get one. But God bless you for that. I, uh, <laughs> nobody knows what a toonie is, and everybody thinks it's like a made up word. But you know, oh it's, no, uh, it's I've, a real thing. Damn it, I've held one with my actual hands. You know what? There's a uh, there's a toonie in Europe as well. It's a two dollar coin. It's not called a toonie, but it's a two dollar coin, and it's uh, it's gold on the center, and then has like a silver ring on the outside, just like an actual toonie. Looks very cool. Oh, that's pretty tight. There's some. Uh, yeah. Do you feel like a connection to it? Yeah, kind of a little bit. <laughs> Although it was it was small. It was smaller than. It was mm. about the size of a quarter. Maybe even smaller <laughs> than that. Actually, I don't know. Okay, so I think not, I have one upstairs. Have I'll, I'll follow up on that story. <laughs> <laughs> I'll get to the bottom of this and and, and update you. Um, all right. Speaking of Canada, well, we, isn't this movie Canadian that we're talking about today? Uh, kind of. Like most of most of his projects are like some of the most of them were filmed in Germany, I believe, but with a fairly Canadian heavy cast. Hmm. So, uh, yeah, I, so I was actually explaining to my mother-in-law called today and we're talking about Thanksgiving cause it's Canadian Thanksgiving this weekend. And, mm. uh, she was like, uh, so I was off from work today and she's like, Oh, like what you up to today? And I was like, well, I'm watching this movie called postal and it's directed by this guy named Uwe Boll. And what Uwe Boll he does, is he makes movies and I started <laughs> explaining Uwe Boll's tax scheme and she's from Germany or like her family's from Germany actually. So, uh, I think she was just kind of like, huh, huh, that's nice. But uh, I, I was very excited explaining to her about uh, <laughs> about my man Uwe Boll. Oh wow, so, yeah. she should she should be proud, you know. I, you know what, I think so. I mean, my father in law actually plugged the podcast at uh, at our wedding. I don't know if I told you that. Oh yes, I remember this. It just runs in the I, family, right? Oh my god, it was awesome. It was it was actually spectacular. Um, <laughs> but yeah, beautiful. you were right. This this filmed in uh, beautiful British Columbia, so of course, it's got yeah. uh, some Canadian blood into it. Uh, of course, we are here today to talk about Postal. The this is the tagline for this movie: disgusting, offensive, stupid. <laughs> awesome <laughs> i i agree with that yeah. actually that's a pretty good game line <laughs> wow okay yeah uh, so yeah this is uh this is an uve bull joint and i you could actually argue that this is like his his magnum opus here like the actual greatest work that this guy <laughs> ever did in many ways like we've we've kind of been on in my opinion we've kind of been on a cold streak with uve because i feel like the last couple movies of his that we watched like far cry alone in the dark um well, the last two we watched one? we kind of liked we liked blood rain blood rain i kind of yeah. liked in the name of the king but those definitely I mean, as much as we like them or whatever, like they're not like great <laughs> movies, I would say, you know, that's kind of what I mean. Like, 
uh, like a cold streak as in like those were those are mostly like competent movies that you know they were they were cheap movies for sure and they they weren't the best but like they weren't the absolute worst either i would even throw like like i would throw far cry in there like it was a fine movie alone in the dark was really bad but like it, mm-hmm. it wasn't like completely awful it was just kind of like i'm bored you know yeah. but like but this oh my god <laughs> this is back this. to this is more of you know what i first liked about um his first movie i saw which was house of the yeah Dead, which is yeah. more of like which is apparently how kind of how he got his starts i think his first like german movie was uh was it called like german fried movie or whatever and it's it's a bit more of a you know goofy satire weird <laughs> you know movie whereas like yeah whereas like those ones in the middle were more like i'm trying <laughs> to make a real like popular yeah. movie you know <laughs> yeah this this definitely had the most like i would say um house of the dead energy of all of his films that we've watched since bat shit. house of the dead it, this this movie was absolutely outrageous yeah like, i would say yeah like his other movies is like he's trying to rein it in a little bit but not totally yeah uh definitely has some stylist uh you know stylistic flourish to all of them but uh this one was like okay well it feels like honestly the the motivation behind this movie feels like what you guys say i make all these like shitty video game movies like fuck you okay i'm just gonna make like he's like he's definitely intentionally like obviously by the tagline like i'm just gonna make the biggest like piece of shit (laughs) movie that i can you know (laughs) it feels like he's trying to do that well in in a lot of ways he succeeded but i also feel like in a lot of ways like this was this was a lot better than the last couple like uve bull movies well, yeah, it was like cuz in some ways it was like interesting it was kind of like a look inside of his head and like even the things like i didn't like about it i was like okay like it it it's still f- very fascinating to me i think you know yeah like I, I had some problems with some of the stuff in this movie. Like some of the stuff was put there just to be like shocking, and it's like, dude, come on, this you don't yeah. need this junk. Well, that's and that's something I like about it though, is because he seems in a lot of his interviews and stuff, he seems very like self conscious. You know, he's like very offended by all his bad <laughs> like reviews. So part of, and he even so that he put himself in this, but like even that's interesting to me because like. Yeah, like, it feels kind of petty or pathetic, but I'm like, yeah, that's, that's, like, interesting to me, you know what I mean? That it's, like, it's part, it, I don't know, like, it's just, like... It's, it's, again, it's a fascinating case study into the mind of... Yes, exactly. There, there's a specific scene, actually, which was, like, classic Uwe Boll that's in this movie that we'll talk about later, that, like, I was like, that, that is Uwe... To a T right there. Like, that's the Uwe Boll that I know. Um, and, like, it, yeah, I mean, it's... I would say, like, a lot of the times I thought this movie was funny. Sometimes it was just, like, this is, this is like, fucking dumb. But uh, I, I don't know. At least it was interesting, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. It was interesting. And honestly, not always. It, it failed a lot. But sometimes it was pretty funny, I thought. <laughs> I, I agree. There were some scenes where I was just like, this is hilarious. I, I actually, you know, we'll, we'll talk about it when we get there, but there were only like a couple scenes where I was just like, oh my God. But um, 
All right, so I pulled up some info about this movie here, and uh, let's uh, let's just get it started here. Um, so <laughs> I love this. In June of 2006, Uwe Boll publicly announced a challenge to his numerous critics to quote, "Put up or shut up." Based mm-hmm. on a certain criteria, Uwe Boll would select five of his harshest critics to fight in a series of multi-round boxing matches to be held in Vancouver and broadcast over the internet. He planned to use the footage from these fights in this movie, but that didn't fit the plots. The idea was dropped, um, and it's claimed that they might be part of the DVD. I actually didn't research this or not, but I definitely remember hearing about these Uwe Boll boxing matches. I remember the boxing. That's so funny. He did box in this movie. You know, they tried to incorporate it still. Oh, man. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, he, uh, like, if you type in Uwe Boll, like, one of the first things that comes up is Uwe Boll boxing. Like, boxing, <laughs> it's yeah. It's hilarious. He's he's challenged a bunch, of, a bunch of different people to boxing matches. So, I actually, I don't know if this actually went down for real or not, but uh, I would love, I respect love to trying. see it. Absolutely. Absolutely. So uh, he probably whoops some ass too. He's a pretty, he's a pretty big guy. Yeah, he. Um, I can see him doing some damage. Yeah, yeah. I would, I would pay, I would pay to see it probably. Yeah. What's the YouTube <laughs> guy that's boxing? I'd rather pay to see Uwe Boll. Oh, than him. isn't like Jake? Paul, didn't Jake, Jake Paul, Paul did it do it or something? Logan Paul didn't yeah, they both do it? That guy sucks. They both <laughs> suck. Whatever. Yeah. Fair uh, enough. I feel like I could have this wrong, but I feel like like the New York Post is kind of a it's like kind of like the Fox News of of New York newspapers. Do I have that correct? Yeah, and they're they're kind of like tabloidy too as well. That's kind of what I thought. Yeah, yeah. Um, I thought this was interesting. Um, Uwe Bulls clapping back at the New York Post. So in early 2007, the New York Post showed a sec a seven second clip. Um, the infamous window washing scene from the opening of this movie to some of the families um, from 9-11 and said that, you know, this is in the new, this is a joke in the new Uwe Boll movie. And, you know, the families hated it and probably rightfully so. Um, but Uwe Boll absolutely clapped back and said the scene was the punchline, not the entire joke. The real joke was made on the plane minutes before that. And that the quote the New York Post actions were more tasteless than any of my movies could ever be and considered it a personal attack. I bet you he tried to box these motherfuckers. He's kind of right, like, that, like, what they did was worse. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> he made this movie that, like, you could not see. <laughs> you know what I mean? And then, but they, like, f- f- well, I don't know if they forced them, you know what I mean? But they were like... Hey, fuckers, watch this scene. What do you think, you know? I just, like, who does that? Like, <laughs> why would you, why would you, if you're the New York Post, like, ground up these grieving families and be like, hey, look at this. Like, these, I these think families are minding uh, their own business, like, you know. It makes for good, good uh, article. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I get, I, I, I'm kind of... I'm kind of in the corner of Uve on this one. Yeah, yeah, definitely. The, I think um, I don't know. He could have he could have gone into that more in this movie actually, because he does have a. I think there is like some good. I like skepticism of like media or whatever, but and and, and there's some truth in things he says. But sometimes he see it just seems pathetic because he's just like 
uh he's like mad at bad reviews or whatever you know it's like get over it man <laughs> obviously I mean, like, obviously the new york post thing is way different but you know you yeah. know what i mean well the thing with his bad reviews too is like dude you're making bank like you're making money off movies that you know yeah. aren't good like what do you what do you care if people say they're not good I, right like i think it's personal i think like and i think this is he kind of reminds me of donald trump <laughs> um where i feel like I, except that Donald Trump wouldn't actually like box anyone, you know. Um, right. <laughs> but uh, he, I think that he feels like kind of motivated by like this self doubt or like you know what I mean this self pity yeah. or whatever. I think because I listened to a while back, I mentioned this on like our first episode, some interview with him, and he he did seem like genuinely bummed out in some ways by. Even like the reaction to some of his movies, uh, even though in this he says, fuck you, I don't care. It's it's a response to that. But in, in this episode, he also talked about like movies that inspire him and stuff and how he wanted to get into filmmaking. So part of me just thinks it's like, damn, this guy probably just like, you know, he he wanted he wanted to like make movies or whatever. And then he found like a lane because he could make money. But it like I think he knows making those movies that these aren't like the movies he was inspired by, you know? So I think when he reads yeah. these reviews that kind of like confirm his self doubt, it like, it just makes him, uh, go crazier <laughs> a little bit, you know? Fascinating, fascinating guy. I, um, I recommend watching the, the video that it actually details is like boxing matches. And there's some like interviews with Uwe Boll. He's very, uh, very just a, what a mind. Um, you check this, check this video out to anyone that's listening. Uwe Boll, the director who boxed his critics, uh, <laughs> fascinating watch. Um, speaking of people watching this movie, so the film was about to be rated by the German, uh, film rating board and Uwe Boll was obviously expecting that this movie would be rated 18 plus, um, you know, judging by the content of the film. And I, as legend has it, it got a 16 rating instead because, uh, Bull claims that a school class was attending a test screening of this movie and laughed hysterically while watching it, which led to a lower what? rating. Hmm. <laughs> I don't know if I uh, found buying that. I don't know if I do either. I think that might be uh, fake news. Aren't there certain like rules there for like depicting like Nazi iconography? Yeah, you know uh, what? You're, I, I don't know much about right. that, but I know like stuff like Wolfenstein, you know, had to be changed or something. I don't know. I guess I have no idea. But no, I, yeah, I know that there is like strict rules about that, but I don't know if it like if it pertains to art and what classifies as art. I'm assuming movies probably could fall under that, but mm -hmm. I. First of all, I just can't imagine that there's some, like, random school class sitting no. in the screening of this movie. And then I can't imagine that they were laughing either. They might have. I feel like Maybe kid, they were. kids will know. laugh at just, like, the craziest shit. Like, and, the and like, I don't think this story is true at all. But I think it's possible kids at the time would like it. Like, they build the movie as, like, live-action South Park, I saw one of the posters said. And that was, I remember that being at the time, like if I saw this as a kid, I probably would have been like, you know, uh, well, okay. Yeah. Fair enough. I, I saw that South Park thing too. Um, it's like, Ooh, it's bad. Right, last it's thing bad. Before, Parents don't like it. It's funny. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
it is stupid, offensive, and disgusting. <laughs> yes, exactly. I love that tagline. I just like I'm. I love that tagline. It's so good. Um, that I I thought that this was so fucking funny. <laughs> you know the spoiler. You know the cat silencer that they use in this movie. Oh my god! Yeah, that thing costs fifty grand to create and appeared for three seconds in the movie. <laughs> Holy shit! That was that one of the most well, probably some of the actors. But I was like, that's probably like one of the most expensive things in the movie. Oh my god! I I don't know why that just I tickled didn't know, me. I didn't know how to feel about that one. <laughs> oh, it was so yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I was just like, "What the fuck is this? What are what am I watching right now?" Um, but we'll get there. We'll, we'll get, get there. to Let's the cat this opening scene. There. Don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> this opening scene, man. Oh my god, this was pretty funny. I thought. <laughs> I thought. I thought. So it obviously goes without saying. Tasteless. Yeah, but this is pretty yeah. goddamn funny. <laughs> <laughs> It's tasteless so in a number of ways, for sure. Oh, many ways. It's it's tasteless to to the Muslim religion. It's tasteless to the nine eleven. It's ta- it, yeah. This whole movie is tasteless. So let's not even though you know there's everything is tasteless, and we acknowledge that. There's an element of it that I want to defend later, and and we could we'll, I'll do it really quick, so I won't get in trouble. But there was an element that I of it. I was gonna say it like the guys. The guys were like these horrible, you know, caricatures or whatever of terrorists. But it kind it kind of to me felt like him being like this is this is like this you're you, like he's making them into like these like Looney Tunes characters, and it felt like this is like um, I'm trying to show like what everyone's like biggest fear is. You know what I mean? To the point of like where they they show a scene of like the Taliban is posted up in this like corner store and they're just like hanging out like listening to like rap music and playing pool and to me that felt like him trying to show the absurdity of like this like boogeyman you're afraid of he sh- he made it very like comic book cartoon cartoon charactery so may- maybe maybe that was tasteless but i thought it was kind of funny um well i mean like like i said literally everything everything in this movie is tasteless, right? Yeah. Like, <laughs> there's really not much that's not tasteless. So I wouldn't say we'll it's just not. say it now. We acknowledge it now. But that said, this is this is pretty funny. The two actors in this opening scene were just they they were really funny. They had a good like you got to give them props. They and they had like this they did a good job. Great comedic like uh, banter, like this great back and forth. <laughs> um, so for, for anybody that hasn't seen this, you gotta go, if you're gonna watch anything from this movie, it has to be this opening. Yeah, it, hold, uh, it holds it, up. <laughs> it's, it's so, yeah, I mean, you go into it knowing that uh, you're, you could probably tell just by, you know, you could probably, you probably already know if this movie and its humor is gonna be for you or not, so. That's true, um, that's true. Yeah, go, go and watch this opening, though. So the basic gist of it it's the t- it opens up with the two terrorists that hijacked one of the planes, and they start talking about how many virgins they're gonna have in paradise, and like they they have different numbers, and they're just like, whoa, 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 what do you mean? There's only ninety nine virgins. I thought it was a hundred, and they end up phoning Osama bin Laden to <laughs> clarify how many virgins they're gonna have in paradise, and he tells, what does he tell? Like, only, I think he's like, can I only can't guarantee twenty. Gu- I can only guarantee twenty. 
Fuck. <laughs> and they're just like, like, fuck this, we're going to the Bahamas. Yes, and then I think... You know what? This goes against Uwe Boll saying, like, that was the punchline. Because it is it is kind of mean but funny that... So they're they're not going to do it now. They're like, we're not going to 9-11. But it's, it's the people storming the cabin trying to stop them that cause them to crash the planes. Oh, and that is yes. kind of mean, but it's... That, I, I thought that was really funny. <laughs> yeah. Especially because, especially like, you can't... I don't know. I, I don't know why I thought it was so funny. Like, obviously, you know, it's when 9-11 happened. I think there was more than two people there, but I was just like, yeah, why wouldn't they, like, bust down like, the door? Oh. Like, you know? Yeah. Um, I just thought so. it was the dark irony of, the, like, they... Cause yeah. It got, yeah, I don't know. It was good. <laughs> it, it was it was re- very funny, and then they crash into some poor bastard who's washing the windows of one of the, the Twin Towers, and oh, Jesus. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's pretty rough. Um, but that's, like you said, that kind of, like, like, if anybody's still, if, if you're watching at that point, you're like, I don't like this, and you keep watching, like, you kind of, like, then it's a mistake. You know what I mean? Um, yeah, I, I mean, you're going to know. <laughs> watch the it, rest. In, like, in the opening minute, you're going to know if you're going to put up with this movie or not. Mm-hmm. Right? Like, it's, it did uh, get worse, I, but still. Yeah. Yeah. Or maybe it, not. It, maybe it, not. It does. It gets worse in different ways. Okay. Okay. I, I don't know. I, I don't know if a lot of people, like, I can't think of any comedy movies or anything like that that have really went there and made fun of, like, 9-11. Can you? No, I don't think so. At, like at least not that's like a like a major motion picture, and I like I I don't, wouldn't qualify this as one. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean I just can't think of like anything like yeah. no shows, no skits, no like Saturday Night Live. Like I th- <laughs> that's a pretty you know untouchable sore spot, and uh, yeah, this movie starts off with it so. <laughs> You know what you're in for. I I maybe think like maybe South Park did. <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, but, yeah. Okay. I could see that. Yeah. I actually I have to say I never really watched South Park. Never. Uh, yeah. Never got into South Park. Yeah. I think they did. They did a decent amount of stuff, and there were you know so. But that's that makes sense. You know what I mean? Like that's not it, that's not surprising. But I don't think anything like yeah yeah nothing on this. Like a, a major motion picture level, I don't think. Um, well, the the hits keep rolling here because after after this, we go and meet the dude. His name is the dude. We call him the postal dude. He's our main character. The he lives in a trailer. Dude. This guy has the most offensive and insulting stereotypical wife that you yeah. will ever see. She is like like 600 pounds she's screaming to bring for the postal dude to bring her her welfare check she's like having sex with everyone on the block or in the trailer park <laughs> it's just like oh my god yeah it's pretty fucked up but you you describing it was very funny <laughs> so I'm like okay i was i don't know i was still like oh my god this like it, it's it's funny but i was like this is so insulting to like so many yeah. people um, and, and we're moving around quickly here as this movie starts, by the way. And then we meet, I kind of took some sporadic notes here, so you can cut me off if anything I missed. But, um, 
fucking J.K. Simmons is in this movie. Oh, yes. He yes. Sh- he shows up in this movie, and I was like, what the hell is this actor doing here? This is like a real actor. What's he doing here? The cast is pretty <laughs> crazy. He's the biggest name, but there's there's a handful of people in this that I'm kind of like, oh, damn. Like, why? what? <laughs> yeah, he wasn't the only one, but he was the first one, and he's mm-hmm. a politician, and he sounds exactly, exactly like all of these, like, freedom idiots that are, you know... Yeah. When I got back from Europe, we went to go get a burger, and there was, like, a freedom protest going on on the corner where my burger place, the one mm-hmm. that I go to, is. There was, like, 20 dudes there with, like, their signs and their Canadian flags, and I was like, oh, my God. And this guy, J.K. Simmons, in this movie could have been the the dude with the megaphone yelling about nothing. He, he was... I was, like, shocked, actually, how, like, pertinent this character felt to, to yeah. 2022. Yeah, it felt very, um, yeah, there was a few parts of this that felt like, dang, this feels like kind of ahead of its time, or it's like, it's definitely capturing a moment, you know, and it, it's presenting maybe some of the future to us too. It's like definitely captures an attitude of the time. And what I thought was interesting, though, too, was like, he, he J.K. Simmons did remind me of this sort of like, uh, What's his name? The guy, the Infowars, Alex Jones type vibe. Who, who Uwe Boll has challenged to a boxing match? Actually, he's challenged Alex Jones, but doesn't the things he's saying like doesn't he actually kind of sound like maybe one of Uwe Boll sort of insert characters too? Kind of, yeah. He he makes me um, think of that sentiment of the time of like fuck everyone, fuck both parties. You know what I mean? What's his party called? It's called like the fuck you party. Yeah, yeah. It's <laughs> great. It feels a little like South Park too. Like everything's dumb or whatever. So I thought that was interesting. I'm not trying to say like Uwe Boll um, is conservative or whatever, but I I think it's funny that both the character is both like maybe yeah. like him, but also you know ends up being kind of a prophetic character in a lot of ways, you know? I I actually would say that um, I always kind of look out for that in Uwe Boll movies where it's like, all right, like, who's, like, the, you know, the Uwe character in this movie or, like, the one that Uwe thinks is, like, a fucking total badass or whatever. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Um, and I don't think that there's a character like that in this movie, but I think that there's moments like that in this movie. I think Where, like, Postal there's a lot of, like, moments is, where... It's kind of that, too. Kind, kind of, sort of. Well, because sorta. part of by the end, he kind of adopts some of the J.K. Simmons like ideology, where he's he like spoilers, but he he goes postal later, and he's like, "Fuck it, I'm gonna run over this kid. I'm gonna run over this lady. I'm fucking gonna kill everyone." <laughs> you know? Did uh, did you ever play Postal? I didn't know. Neither have I. I'm not a I actually, I had no idea what this was before researching it for this movie. There, there's apparently four postal games, I think. Huh. And and well, uh, this, this this apparently is based on Postal Two more than Postal One. The plot of this movie. Yeah, I heard, allegedly. I heard that one has the most like kind of like offensive edge. You know, you like kill kids <laughs> or whatever in the game or something. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I've uh. never, I can't I can't speak on it, but it does sound like this movie cat captured the game's vibe well too. It seems like it's a good adaptation. Uh yeah, well I mean the the creator of the game shows up 
later to say that so. it sucks <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> which is the whole point i feel like they're both like this movie sucks and our games fucking <laughs> suck like we suck <laughs> uh so we we are jumping all over the damn place at the beginning here so yeah as you say we meet the Taliban. Fucking They're fucking chilling out, store. playing pool in the back of grocery store run by Eric Avari, who's also like a cool character actor from the time, you know, from like, he's in The Mummy and Mr. Deeds. And I was like, oh, damn, even he feels like too big for this movie, you know? I actually, I thought that uh, I recognized, I don't know if it's the same actress or not, but I thought I recognized his daughter as being from Planet Terror. And maybe I had that wrong, but she looks like the the twins that are in those movies. Oh, is it? Probably not, but she reminded me of them. Um, Yeah, that was, that was absolutely wild. Like, the guy's just hanging out, like, just chilling out. They seem like all nice guys. They all seem, like, nice. Yeah, that's that's fun. (laughs) Osama Bin Laden is there, and Osama's just like... God damn it. Nobody wants to praise the law anymore. They just want the virgins. <laughs> he he was played like he was a character in like uh like Curb Your Enthusiasm or something, you know what I mean? Oh my god. He, or like something like that. He seemed like a like Veep or something. Like he was in like a comedy, like a, like a, a workplace <laughs> comedy, you know what I mean? <laughs> I actually think he was like the funniest person in this he movie. He was, was so Osama. fucking funny. I thought he was so good. Um, that actor, he he was. Oh, you know who he is? I I had to look this up, but I was like, I know this guy. He is. He plays the dealer in Austin Powers when they're playing blackjack. Yes, yes. <laughs> I looked that up. Yes, as well, Larry Thomas, sir. I suggest you. Another iconic (laughs) role. (laughs) I love this guy. I'll stay. Yeah, he was he was so awesome in this movie, which I don't know, it feels kind of fucked up to say that like Osama bin Laden was the best part of this movie, but he was I mean he was like kinda he's very human portrayal, he's very relatable. He seemed like a good guy in this movie. (laughs) Like (laughs) Well, we'll talk about the some of his scenes later, which are (laughs) awesome. Um so, so postal dude goes for a uh, a job interview, and um, Lewis Litt shows up from Suits, and uh, oh yeah, yeah, this dude I, I did, think his name I've is Lewis Litt. In Suits. It's been a while since I watched it, um, but yeah, so Lewis Litt uh, from Suits shows up, and he's the boss. Did did he remind you of anyone in that in this world? Because I have a person. I want to see if you reminded you of this person as well. No, who who are you thinking? I was like, this dude is playing Vince McMahon. Okay. I can see that he, a like, little bit. All the weird shit he was doing, mm-hmm. he was like, come on, pal. What, tell me about this duck. He's got all these, like, fucking severed heads in his office. Like, it was outrageous. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I could totally see that, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, he... he Postal dude does not get this job, unfortunately for him. He's having a bad day. It was a very weird interview. It it was very weird. The secretary was uh was doing her thing and uh asking kinda she kinda remind me of the secretary from Better Call Saul a little bit. She was very intense, is, uh, yeah. She was pretty good. Yeah. Um Alright, let's uh 
I think we're moving around a ton here, but there's also some police officers that are like kind of corrupt and they end oh. up shooting like a like a poor Asian lady for no reason. Uh, which... uh, it, well, again, <laughs> I liked that the movie was like I, it portrayed the cops as these fucking homicidal maniacs, you know, scumbags. Yeah, and so I thought that was cool too. <laughs> Actually, like I thought, hey. They're ahead, they're ahead yeah. of its time, too. I, I felt bad for that poor Asian lady, but I was like, yeah, okay, well, at least he's got that right. Like, these cops I, are I don't, awful. I think the movie thinks that was maybe funny, too. I don't know, but I think I think it was funny how they were like, yeah, they're willing to just have these cops be... They're, like, the worst characters in the movie. Yeah, which, uh, again, feels very 2022. Yeah. Um... Uh, <laughs> And the, I, I can't remember. Do the the guy sorry, his the, his partner, the cop's partner, who's that big Jack dude. I loved him too. I feel like he plays like a bunch of like monsters in movies or like robot guys or something. But uh, he was just like an, a cool casting. I think big oh, freak. Man. And <laughs> he he was he was quite funny. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I thought actually I thought both of them were were pretty funny in their like obviously very scummy ways. Yes, <laughs> the, it was pretty. The scene of them later was fantastic. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, so I think this is where we have the first shootout in the movie, right? Yes. Where, where a postal dude is at the welfare office, and like people start yelling and screaming, and like there's this shootout, and <laughs> postal dude starts crawling on the ground yes. looking for like a ticket that's closer to being called up, like to get the farther girl in behind the, queue. the desk is just like whatever. We got a shootout, no big deal. Yes. That was great. So that, okay, so that part of me, I thought that was a really funny joke also, one of the top ones, but this this continues in the movie, but it also, it feels a little bit like, and he does it to himself a little bit too, but it, it to me, felt like Uwe Boll thinking like, this is like what I think of your fucking disgusting country. Like, yeah. <laughs> it's like, you go, you can't go, like, it, another thing is ahead of its time, you know what I mean? It's just like. But but in a way that's always been sort of true about America, you know, is like, you know, like these horrific <clears throat> things that are kind of normalized. Well, one thing here, that you know? stuck out to me is like, and I'm sure Uwe did not intend this as a commentary at all, but I was just like, fuck, like everyone in this shitty town has like a gun and everyone's just shooting each other all the time. And I was like, man, this is like, you know, like it kind of like, I think you nailed it, like kind of like a. It could be a critique on, you know, I think it kind of is gun society and I think, whatever. I think it's him literally saying like America is a shithole. <laughs> that's kind of, but I, I, that's how I felt. That's like him being like, oh, you fucking hate my video game movies. You hate me. Like, well, <laughs> like you, you guys are disgusting. You know what I mean? Like it's directed at us. Yeah. Um. Yeah, something I noticed, something I appreciated in this movie. I thought it was funny. But yeah, this this scene was great. I, uh, and then, of course, I thought this was even better when like she's like, okay, 25, and, and Postal Dude comes up, and then immediately she's like, oh, actually, we're close, sorry. I was <laughs> like, fuck yeah. yeah. I don't know why I thought that was they're, so funny. They're doing but... the thing with him where it's like, this guy can't catch a break. He's got fucking oh, horrible man. wife. Can't get a job. <laughs> well... He's gonna go Things postal. Things are gonna get worse for our boy. <laughs> He's going postal. Um, we we now though we're jump we are jumping all over the damn place. We're gonna meet Uncle Dave. Yes, this scene was absolutely sublime. Uncle so Dave. So we meet Uncle Dave. Uncle Dave is the leader of a cult that he made up, 
and he wrote a fake Bible with fake stuff in it. And we meet Uncle Dave, and he's banging like six women at once. They're all hot. They're all one of them's like giving him a blowjob, and like he got some titties out or whatever. And his assistant Richie comes in and is like, "Dave, we got a problem." So we've we've got some titties here, and he says, "All right, girls, go away." And then he stands up and is like full hog is out. We just got complete hog. full hog. We I think we've been calling for hog many times uh, on this show. It was uh, I I thought they were gonna shoot around it, but no, his his fucking junk was just hanging I was right stoked, out. Actually, I kind of I put my fists in the air and went, "Yeah!" <laughs> when I was watching. it. I, I wasn't expecting it. I didn't know. I didn't think Uve would go for that. You know what I mean? I was. Well, I was. I didn't okay. think that it was up the Uve wheelhouse. Because also, Uncle Dave is played by Canadian comedy icon Dave Foley, and I was thinking like he's kind like I was like, is that really Dave Foley's dick? Like that? I didn't know if that was a thing I he would know. do. Yeah. I mean, like I know that he's not uh, a big star, but he's. Sure, I, I know that sometimes there's like fake dicks and like fake like fake um, prosthetics. And I don't stuff, think. Right? Have you ever watched Game of Thrones? I can't remember. Uh, no, I've seen some of it. Yeah, I've seen some hogs. So, so there's like a there's a scene where um one of like the main characters has to do like a walk of shame or something like that, and she's naked and walking in the streets, and like that that wasn't actually her. They used a body double and put mm-hmm. her like face on it. But I suspect that this was in fact uh, Uncle Dave's D right here. His real one. That's crazy. This should be a bigger story. (laughs) Well, I think that this is actually like an unbelievable story because we've got the Holy Trinity, as a matter of fact. So Uncle Dave sits down and he starts taking a massive shit right there on the toilet in his room. He was just getting a blowjob and he's just like, all right, I got to take a shit. I fucking I was fucking in my basement, like cackling. I was not, but now this is another one that now you're describing it. I'm like, that's fucking awesome. It's like, it's like, is this guy for real? Like, all right, cool. Like, like when you gotta go, you gotta go. That's, I guess that's another case of just them being like, "Fuck it, we're gonna put everything in there." Yeah, you, you got, are you offended? You got titties. You got. You got hog, you got shit. I mean, this scene has everything going for it. (laughs) Oh, fuck yeah. Fuck. So the point of this scene, actually, is Richie. (laughs) The assistant whose name is Richie, who's gagging, by the way, his Uncle Dave takes a shit. It It goes on so long, dude. There's so much gagging. This joke goes on forever, and he's trying to tell them that they owe, like, a million dollars in tax money that they're about to get arrested. Oh, my God. This was... This was pure cinema. I'm speechless. I'm sorry. (laughs) Uh, So, yeah. And so, so to wrap things up here, this is kind of like all the, the intro of this movie. To wrap things up, Postal Dude... Comes and meets Uncle Dave, who ironically is actually his uncle, his real uncle. <laughs> I was like, and, "Whoa!" Uh, <laughs> when that happened, yeah. So they, uh, postal dude, wants money to escape his life, and uh, 
you know, Uncle Dave wants money to keep his cult going, so they <laughs> hatch this plot to um to steal a bunch of money. And uh, well, no, not money. They're gonna. St- <laughs> so what they're gonna do? What they're gonna do? I was. I want to see if I got this right. So they're gonna steal a bunch of dolls that are shaped like penises. I think they were um, nuts. They're gonna sacks. steal these dolls. Oh, sorry, nutsacks. <laughs> <laughs> They're gonna steal the nutsack dolls. They're like and the sell hot them toy. For, yeah, for four grand a nutsack. They're rare because like a shipping container carrying them got destroyed or something. I forgot what it was. I don't know, but there's <laughs> these these nutsacks are in are in demand. Damn it, and they're they're selling for a lot of cheddar per nutsack. So this, the plan is to steal them. Yeah, make money. Fuck. So they can, uh, the, the uh, you know, I liked, I actually liked the portrayal of the cults because it was like, they're they're clearly just like trying to make money. You know what I mean? And I, I don't know. Yeah. I thought that was pretty funny. I'm just like they're, it's like so blat- They're so blatant. You know what I mean? Like you, you can tell like none of them believe it except for all the women, <laughs> <laughs> except for the women and the the dude Richie. Who I didn't learn that was his actual name until the movie was almost over. You think he? Yeah. You think he does? But I think by the end, you're like, oh, this guy, he just is huffing his own stuff. You know what I mean? There's also a scene in this. So before Postal Dude agrees to do this, he goes back to his trailer, and there is another. Just my God, this is like so incredibly <laughs> offensive and insulting. But like his massive wife is banging this gross hick and the hick is like rubbing uh flour on her so that he can find the wet spot. I oh I can't even believe I just said that out loud. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, that, that was like absolutely outrageous. The the guy I don't know who played the hick guy though. I thought he was uh pretty incredible. I mean, he had his hick rolled down. This dude he- was well, he, he had, like, this extra level. He seemed like, especially later in the movie, I think, he seemed truly uh, terrifying. <laughs> like, he really scared me. Oh, my God. You know what? I, uh, this is kind of out of left field here, but I was just Googling um, Zach Ward, who plays Postal Guy. He's actually a veteran of some virtual theater movies that we've done so far. What? Um, including Resident Evil Apocalypse and Alone in the Dark. And he's in Blood Rain 2. Oh my gosh. And he's in Freddy vs. Jason? Yeah. Man. Yeah. He he looked, like, familiar. But then I th- I was also thinking, like, oh, he kind of has the look of, like, a lot some guys of that time. Like, he reminded me of, like, Stifler or something. You know what I mean? Like, that sort of I could see that, yeah. character. Yeah. So I wasn't sure if I had um, seen him before. He kind of has one of those, yeah, he kind of has one of those faces that kind of looks like a default creative character face, you know? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I liked him, though. I liked him, all right. Yeah, no, I, I thought, you know what, I actually will say that I think that the performances pretty much all around in this movie were, like, pretty decent, like, to to good. Yeah. I, like, yeah. I don't think there was anyone that was, like, completely awful, you know? No, yeah, I, I like, some were just like, oh, wow, that's... They're like doing something unexpected, and then some are like, um, completely insane, and that's kind of what I appreciate appreciate about it. Oh, this 
Anyway, the, this scene where his wife is he's having sex and the whole trailer is like just shaking. I was like, uh, I was like face palming as I was watching this, and that's like this is so. Oh my god, this is outrageous! But uh, yeah. Anyways, they they agree to do this to do the scheme. The postal dude, and Uncle Dave, and they're gonna steal these dolls, and then kind of out of nowhere. We also have, we go back to the Taliban, and they're just like, we're gonna fucking blow up J.K. Simmons. And they do that. They blow him up. There didn't... No. Oh, well, okay. There was a really funny, oh man, what was the exact line? Where he says, he says something like, uh, oh god, I wish I could remember the line. He says something like conspiratorial, and, and, uh... What the Al the Al Qaeda guys is like he knows too much, <laughs> and that was I thought that was pretty funny. So they did kill him because they were like, "Oh, this guy's on. He's like he's speaking some truths." You know what I mean? When his like corpse hit the window, <laughs> slowly slid down, and his fucking eyeballs were out. Oh my god! I I was kind of bummed because uh, you know it's J.K. Simmons. I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah. I, I kind of wanted him to be a bigger part of the movie, but I feel like that scene was, was kind of worth it. I don't know. I, I was startled when he hit that that glass. Uh, <laughs> yeah, great effect. <laughs> uh, so there's a bunch of shit happening here. All of it. Most of it's funny, but like, so uh, we, we go back to the Taliban and the Taliban are also after these nutsack dolls. And <laughs> Osama has this conversation with George Bush and they're like, <laughs> best friends yes yeah i love that i love that he's like he's like can, can you help me out man basically he's doing favors that was pretty funny oh my god and what is bush he's like bush is like oh we're gonna need to claim insurance on this pipe after it's destroyed so i was oh, like yeah. yeah yeah i can help you out with that yeah they're in cahoots oh, I, my god. I also love did this have like where they're filming one of their like videos for al-qaeda and then it's like they get off and it's like they're on a movie set <laughs> well that was your best performance yet. Yeah. Like just... <laughs> yeah that was awesome oh my god um so we we also got uh vern troyer oh my god coming i in could here. not believe i was i didn't realize i knew he was in this i didn't i had forgotten maybe or i didn't remember that he played himself <laughs> that was crazy He's... He definitely plays himself. Um, and so actually there's uh so when we see Vern Troyer, he actually, he has to like hitchhike to this, uh, to this thing that he's going to. Mm-hmm. And uh, I actually didn't realize till a little bit after, but that's actually part of Postal Dude's plot is that he's trying to make sure that Vern Troyer is, is upset and that will distract all of the event people there. Did you pick up on that when you watched no, this? No, I didn't remember that. I didn't catch I, that. I didn't. I had to go back and like Google it to make sure. Yeah, no, I I did not realize that. Um so yeah, Vern Vern fucking Troyer. Shout out to uh, I, to Mini Me and rest in peace also. He was awesome in this, I thought. I thought he was great. <laughs> He's so funny. I thought he was really funny, actually. <laughs> like and that poor bastard got a oof, he got a gruesome death, which we'll get to in a bit. Um, but here we go. We're at the big middle part of the movie set set piece here, and everyone in the cult. So they're gonna invade this this thing. It's a it's like a Nazi um, it's like a Nazi festival called Little Germany, 
And that's where these nutsack dolls are. Mm-hmm. So they get all the girls wearing Nazi armbands, little Hitler stashes, and like <laughs> they have to fucking break into this little Germany thing. And my god, this moment right here. I was I was blown away. I did not know this happened either. Uwe Boll is in this movie <laughs> as Uwe Boll. It was awesome. And think about Uwe Boll in this movie. As he was awesome. He had like some. He is fuck. His lines were so funny. I was cackling, cackling. He says something like, "You know, there's all these rumors that my movies are made with Nazi gold, and it's true." Like, yeah, exactly. Oh my god. This was this was like, and he also said like, you know, oh, people say I make these movies like I don't care about video games. I, I'm dog shit or whatever. And he's like, I fucking hate video games. <laughs> oh man. That's what I mean. Like I this th- and like the, like the Nazi thing. It was like, it was like a little like, come on, man. But it was also just like fascinating. This guy being like, I, I felt like this scene was him being like all these, he's the fuck you guy. He's like all these things you think about me. Like, well, fuck you. They're true. <laughs> you know, just, just like to be like, you think this is how I am? Well, I'm going to be that way. Ah. Yeah. Uh, he was so despicable here. He, he makes this joke. Some ladies just like, my grandfather died in, in Auschwitz. And he's like, my grandfather died too. He fell from a watchtower. I was just like, oh my God. I was like, I was looking around to make sure no one else was watching this with me. I was like, Zora, close your eyes, baby. Oh, no. <laughs> oh my God. Um, I have to admit, I fucking laughed I my thought, ass like, off. Like, I felt like it was hilarious, but also, like, he was a tryhard. I don't know if that comes across to you. It, feel, uh, it feels a little bit like him being like, I'm trying to offend you. <laughs> you know what? I, I, mean, I, I actually, was. I didn't get that yet, but this, so there's, there's two other scenes that happen here. First of all, so all the girls are supposed to detract the security guards, And they do, and they, like, take him, and they have sex or whatever. And one of the girls comes back, and she's like, oh, he pooped in my mouth or something. And I was like, what? Okay. Uh, Yeah, I was just like, all right, whatever. That that wasn't very funny. From the twisted mind. (laughs) I, I, like, I hated this next scene, actually, where they're, like, we're a bunch of kids getting shot. I I just, like, I, I was just like, that's not, I don't know. I was like, that's not funny to me. And I was like, that. I don't know. Like obviously, this whole movie is tasteless, and like your mm-hmm. your mileage will vary. But that one, I was just like, "Come on!" I was, I just couldn't believe it. And so, I had, it was another one that I was like, I felt like it was like, "Damn, this is like kind of ahead of its time in a lot of ways." Like it felt to me, like I don't know if I don't know if this is his intent, but to me, it reads as like, like. And I don't agree with this completely, but, like, all American culture is, like, violence, you know what I mean? And, and like, slaughter. Yeah. And maybe this wasn't, like, saying, like, this wasn't speaking to this specific thing. Like, I think it was partially saying, like, I think it thinks it's funny, obviously, but I think it also is being, like, it's it's funny because I think you're a horrible, violent, you know, culture. Yeah, I like uh yeah. I, I it wasn't it wasn't like satirey mm-hmm. enough to like to like have like a 
I don't know, like a, a message behind or a meaning behind it. I was just, I don't know. I was just mm-hmm. kind of like, I mean, you know me. It's like I could, I think a lot of things are funny. I, I didn't, I didn't think that was funny at all. And to be fair, I think that's in the game as well. Yeah, that's um, what I think in I'm, Postal. Actually, I know it's in the game. I, I can't remember if it's in Postal 1 or Postal 2, but there's like a scene where a, like a school gets shot up or something like that. Mm-hmm. But I, yeah, I was just kind of like, even in like 2007, like we still had Columbine and we had like, you know, we hadn't had Sandy Hook or anything like that at that point. Yeah. But, you know, still in, in retrospect, especially after like Sandy Hook and and a lot of the other, you know, unfortunately, there's more than I can even remember. But mm-hmm. I was just like, oh, my God, come on. Yeah. So I, yeah, I, I, f- I didn't love that scene. I felt similar all. to it about as I did like the bank scene where it was just like, you know, maybe maybe this wasn't fully publicized but there's you know there's just like a lot you know a long history of this type of stuff in america so i felt like it was trying to do a similar thing but maybe it is yeah. too I, it probably is too just like hey, fuck we're edgy well, <laughs> you know? I, I think like the the thing about a movie like this is it's gonna hit close to the bone in different areas for different people yeah. like i guess that was my area where i was just like come on and uh you know, some some people's area might be like the opening five minutes of the movie, <laughs> sure, which I, yeah. I think is like totally valid. That's fair, yeah. But um, yeah, so I yeah I I thought this sucked. Uh, Uwe Boll gets shot in the dick, <laughs> which is kind of funny. Good. And as he dies, he says, "I hate video games," which also is kind of funny. Um, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> he's like, "I hate this shit." I think he thinks this yeah. movie sucks. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> which is ironic because in a lot of ways, it's probably one of his best movies. Yeah, <laughs> but. Yeah, I it, it it took me a while to like this kind of this scene with like the kids getting shot definitely kind of took my the wind out of my sails for and it took a while to build it back up I, which it did I I got back into it but I was just like oh come he on he won you back he got just, me he got me it's insane um yeah this movie is fucking insane definitely if as you can tell just by listening to this some of the stuff I've said out loud of this podcast I can't even believe um. But here we go. The hits keep coming here. So, Postal Dude runs over the girl from the welfare office that, that, uh, oh, yeah, he's like, told him that she was closed earlier. There's that Mukau or whatever, you know, it's like, and he's going postal, damn it. He's losing it. Yeah, this is what I was like. Yeah, that's, that's another one of those things that's just meant to be like, yeah, fuck that. Yeah, we're going to kill that lady. (laughs) It's like, oh, Uh, no. So. Everyone's also puking, and the one girl's puking out shit because somebody shit in her mouth. <laughs> that's through this fucking van getting, making their getaway. That's pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> um, so Postal Dude, there's like a bunch of citizens that are just like chasing after him. I thought this was kind of funny, actually. Like all these guys just like running at top speed after kind of nothing in particular. I thought it was mm-hmm. funny. Yeah, that's good. Uh, <laughs> so he, he knocks out a cop and steals his uniform, and then... He uses a cat as a silencer for his gun, and he shoots the cat through, through the ass, and the bullet comes out of its mouth. And the cat is and fine. And the cat by is the way. fine, which is that. <laughs> that's what put it over the top for me. Where I was like, I was, I was a bit dumbfounded after it occurred. <laughs> that cost uh, fifty thousand dollars. <laughs> that prop. I can't believe amazing it. money on the screen. You just see it absolutely amazing well i mean that scene definitely popped for sure <laughs> that's when you're like i'm back <laughs> uh, that, that, that actually was when i was like okay i'm back 
this is is fucked up so outrageous (laughs) um so so yeah so we the taliban damn it have taken over the cult compound which is unfortunate but there's a secret bunker (laughs) okay sorry they come like rappelling down the walls like up 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 and they're just like by the postal guy or whatever and they're like oh no (laughs) it's just i don't know the image of them all just kind of rappelling in was fucking hilarious i I liked when they there's the one when they were trying to get to little germany and they're trying to rappel in and he throws like the whole rope over like he doesn't keep any of the rope for himself that's that's the when it Fuck. hit the most where I was like, this is a dual heist between some like weird cult leader guy and his nephew and the Taliban. <laughs> and they're both trying <laughs> to do a heist. Oh my god. Um so there is a secret bunker that only Richie, who is Uncle Dave's assistant, knows about. So they go down there. We find out why the Taliban want to steal these dolls, by the way. Their plan is is they're tired of blowing themselves up. Uh, so they want to put some kind of like influenza in these nutsack dolls and sell them to kids, which will be a virus spread across the country. Again, kind of uh, mm-hmm. Ahead eerie. Of time. How, yes. yeah. This movie proves actually um, that COVID was uh, created. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. By the fucking Taliban. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, <laughs> fuck. So, uh... So Richie is going nuts in this basement. He's he's kind of taken the book of Dave or whatever he calls it, Dave's Bible, and uh, he's kind of making his own Bible. And now he's gonna he wants to kill the entire planet. And to do so, there's a line of scripture in that Bible that says something along the lines of, "A little entertainer will get <laughs> fucked by a thousand monkeys or something." Oh yeah. So they capture they capture poor Vern Troyer, put him in a suitcase bring him to this fucking compound and they open, dude they open up the there's door where there's like the thousand monkeys cg shot of like a thousand monkeys that looks horrible it's it, that's <laughs> what okay cuz i was like this is an intense kind of joke but when they showed that shot i did lose my mind a little bit dude it looked so fucking awful <laughs> it looked it looked... It was horrifying. Like, just... <laughs> it looked so bad. Like, the CG. Even by, like, Uwe Boll standards, it was fucking horrible. Like, I, I'm i pretty sure I could make something better for free, like, on the internet right now. It was so Which fucking one, I, bad. Why would you want to do that? <laughs> I, I don't know. I, I'm pretty sure that if I Googled that, someone would call the cops. Like... <laughs> Um, but poor Vern Troyer ends up getting, uh, he ends up mating with one of the fucking I monkeys. Even, I don't even know what to say about that one. I, my God. I was just like, this poor bastard. These CG monkeys are doing a number on Vern Troyer. Oh, you know what? I, um, I, I thought the shots, this is earlier, but when Vern Troyer was in the suitcase, like the shots of like inside the suitcase look kind of cool. You know what? They did look kind of cool. And Vern Troyer uh, smuggled a joint in there, too. Yeah, that so. was awesome. Yeah. At least he got to go out happy. <laughs> Maybe. Um, the underrated scene in this movie, by the way, and in, in, uh, Osama is missing. And the Taliban are like, where the fuck is Osama? 
And he's at this seminar learning how to motivate employees so that they can work like 72 hours straight and blow themselves up. This was so It really presents like him as like this struggling small business owner. (laughs) The, The dude, the dude running it, like the motivational speaker, like, yeah, we use crystal meth to make our guys work harder, which actually is something that I think that the Nazis like actually did. In World War Two, yeah, that's why. I mean, um, I think that was a. They were claiming that the the United States uh, does that, but I don't know the. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know about that, but yeah, <laughs> they uh, they said it like they said that uh, the United States gives crystal meth to to uh, pilots flying overnight. And I was just like, oh my God, I was just on an overnight flight. (laughs) They said they did it while Um, doing bombing runs in Afghanistan or something. Yeah. It's like, oh. This this scene was so funny. I I loved this scene. Um, Yeah, great. Underrated bit, I feel like, in this movie. Yeah, he was, all his scenes, I thought, were pretty funny. Oh, and... Osama was like the MVP of this movie, you know, actually. You know who we didn't mention? I thought this you would be excited about this was uh the other guy, Muhammad, um, who was in the in the Taliban, uh also plays Bob in the show Reboot. What? Yes, I looked this up. I was like What? Because I was trying to think of where do I know him from, and it definitely wasn't that, but I looked it up and it says he's Bob. Oh my god! Really? I, yeah, I don't know how you would ever be able to tell, but wow, what we a have to believe small them. world. Uh, all right, well, hey, shout out to uh, to Mike. What is his name? Michael um, ben- Bainer. Yeah, yeah, ba- yeah. Okay, well, there you More go. Canadian uh, royalty on here. Man, I can't believe I uh, I didn't snipe that. <laughs> well, it's like he's I been said, in a lot a- of stuff, actually. Holy moly! Yeah, he was uh, like. I feel like that's why I recognize him is just because he's probably been in a million things, but like, yeah, yeah, we got him in uh, <laughs> the Matrix, the Path of Neo. We've got him in Reboot. Saw Deadpool. Uh, we've got him in, uh, yeah, Deadpool, Transformers. Um, man, he's in a ton of shit, actually. Yeah, so even these guys are like kind of in th- like even the, some of the smaller roles. Like it's not like big actors, but you know. Well, I, I love that. I, I could recite the whole intro to uh, to reboot right here right now if I had to. <laughs> if you, gun to your head. Wow. What a Jack Black's gun to your a, head. <laughs> yeah. These Koopas. <laughs> uh, all right. Where are we here? There we go. So there's this like, what the hell was this scene? So Richie, the assistant to Uncle Dave. I, I don't know even how to describe this. Mm. I, okay. He's got Uncle Dave at gunpoint, and he starts. Oh, like, oh, this part. What would you? Are they kissing? Are they? Are they fucking? I'm not really sure what they were doing. They were like, yeah, they were like dry humping. <laughs> <laughs> I did think the way, like, this was very offensive, but I think the way this was incredibly offensive uh, that Dave fully played it, where he's like, "Hey, I'm gay." <laughs> I don't know. I was. Fuck. I thought that was funny. He seemed. It was like, oh, he's. What is he? He says he's gay, and that oh, I'm I'm a chubby chaser. Or yeah, something. yeah, I'm a chubby chaser. I was like, okay, oh my fuck. that was funny. Um, but 
you know, <laughs> okay. But then he gets shot and is like, oh man, that's fucked up. And he's he's like, I have my whole life ahead of me. <laughs> and then he gets shot. And then poor Uncle Dave. As he's going out, some some people went out like this, but he, he touches one of the girls and he goes, actually, I'm bi. <laughs> and then he dies. <laughs> Oh my god! Yeah, I, I don't know. This I was, thought that was really funny. <laughs> I th- I thought the whole like I thought that that scene was weird, but I thought that when he died and he made that joke, that's that's that, pretty. That funny was a good too. joke in the context yeah. of whatever that was. Like he gets shot and he falls down. And he doesn't like explicitly grab her titty. His hand just happens to like <laughs> land on her titty. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, yeah, I thought that was pretty funny. This is where it's revealed um, that that guy, like, isn't really a true believer either, because no. he's, he's changing Uncle Dave's rules, and he's making everything fit him so he can have power, you know, he's just, you know, he's, I, I did like that aspect of, like, just the totally craven religious cult or whatever. I think they could have done more with that, actually. <laughs> yeah, he he was definitely like wild in uh, in his zealousness. Mm-hmm. Let's just say, um, but he locked. So he locks up Postal Dude, but Postal Dude escapes. He immediately rips off his sleeve, and he has like the anarchy tattoo. It's so dumb, which I thought was hilarious. <laughs> um, and so he's he's talking to all these girls, and these girls are about to have like. These girls are all hot, by the way. I don't know if you actually mentioned that, but like, so they're about to all eat these these like uh, brownies or whatever that have poison in them. And he's like, you know what I'm gonna do instead? I'm gonna go shoot the Taliban and then shoot Richie and go postal. And the girls are like, okay, I'll come with you instead. And I don't know what the hell happened this next year, but there's a, a pretty fun scene where like they all like shoot the Taliban people upstairs. <laughs> And then two of the girls just like shoot each other. <laughs> yeah, that's dumb. That's very dumb. I and like, yeah. I, I guess like one of them had. Oh, I don't even want to say it. One of them was supposed to be mentally challenged or something, which I did not pick up. No, on at I did all not at all. No, at all. I did. I they love like, this okay. joke so much. They showed it again in the credits. Did they? they in the credits oh they God. showed extended scenes from the movie, but like big chunks of them were like, yeah, I've seen this part. So they showed this joke again. Now it's like I don't think this was I don't think this was one of the better ones, guys. No, I I don't either cuz like I mean all the all those girls were just you know, they were written to be so dumb that it's mm-hmm. just like uh oh, I didn't know that she was supposed to be challenged and I guess the joke is that she wasn't. And she was just faking it, and another girl got upset at her or something, and shot her. But then, like, she shoots her back through the tit or something. Ah, fuck, I don't know. I thought they were cool before that. They were all like going around. That's shooting. what I thought. I was like, everybody loves each other here. Like, there are multiple scenes of these girls making love to each like, other in this movie. Like, they seemed like the most authentic because they were the real believers. I was like. Oh, they're cool. And then, like, <laughs> I don't know. I guess that was just the movie being like, ah, oh, this is fucking stupid. <laughs> We're going to kill each so other. So here, here's where the classic bowl movie moment came in for me. Where, so, Doom, or Doom Guy, uh, Postal Dude 
is driving back the other two girls that are left alive. And uh, this, this he, was sick. Like, this was awesome. Starts make, making out with one. And he's like, wait, wait, I have to stop. And she's like, why? Because you're married? And he's like, no. Because I want to give Jessica a turn. Fucking <laughs> 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 has, has a threesome with them both. And I was like, this is classic Uwe. Like, he thinks that this dude is so badass yeah. and, like, so awesome. But then, in classic Uwe form, he also makes him look like a loser by saying, like, two minutes later and, he, like, he's done. Yes. Like, <laughs> it kind of reminded me of Far Cry when, like, that guy was, like, supposed to be cool, but also, like, a huge loser. That's what I mean. I feel like it's, like, both... With all the characters that remind me of him, it's, like... It's, like, oh, he's he's fucking badass. He says what he thinks, but it's also, like, he fucking sucks, you know? Like, uh, <laughs> Yeah, I thought that was great. Oh. I love this scene. Man, oh, man, oh, man. Um... Yeah, <laughs> this is a great scene. There, there's all. This is also like fucking dumb too, though, because they run over a baby for literally no reason. That's what I'm saying. I was, I was like, like, yeah, he'll fucking fuck. run over a baby. <laughs> he's he's bad. He's postal. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, I don't. Maybe it's because there's a similar joke in Shoot 'Em Up that's like mm. so much funnier. But I was like, this is lame. I just I um, couldn't believe he was so postal. I just you know I was surprised. He's going nuts, man. He's he's shooting people. Actually, I forgot to mention. He meets up with this barista. <laughs> yeah. um, I don't know what her name is. She is like a meet They've kind cute. of been flirting throughout the movie. Yes, and she has a gun too. Oh yeah, she has a gun. She ain't taking no shit from anybody. That's for sure. Um, <laughs> so they kind of get together, and uh, he's like, "You're so hot." And she's like, aren't you going postal? And he's like, I've had a tough day or something like that. I thought you were going postal. <laughs> Just there's some high quality chemistry on display here. Uh, I love. Oh, my God. So we go back to, we go back to his wife, who's like insultingly. This is like, I think the most insulting thing in the movie was his wife. And now she's banging those two cops that we were talking <laughs> about earlier that reason. shot the Asian yeah. lady. Yeah, and they're, they're, there's, there's really no reason for this. They're they're, so the joke disgusting. is like everybody... Yeah, oh my god. I think it's just so like... the joke the, is like everybody's banged his wife except for that, him. Yeah, that that too. <laughs> um, that was set up earlier with the, the hillbilly guy. Um, I think it's just too like... I don't, I don't think there's... Other than... No, like everyone in this movie is like disgusting, a- except for maybe Bin Laden. Like he seems like a nice guy. Bin Laden is legitimately the nicest dude in this movie. It's kind of something I like, like that. Like kind of all the leads were like, like horrible. I <laughs> like, I don't know. I I didn't even like even like the doom uh, doom guy, the postal guy is like like you said, he's kind of a loser. <laughs> kind of sucks. Oh, he's a huge loser. Yeah, I thought he was great. <laughs> Uh, so here we go. We're at we're at Postal Dude's trailer, and this thing is fucking rocking back and forth because his wife is having sex in there. Like, oh, I set out while watching that scene, which also I thought looked cool. I thought the trailer rocking it was like looked pretty cool. Um, but I when when uh that scene happened, I was like, I I really just I really can't believe J.K. Simmons is in this movie. Right? <laughs> Fuck. Oh, man. So, actually, 
I was reading that Uwe Boll contacted a bunch of like comics to be in this movie. And I'm talking comics like Rob Schneider or David mm. Spade. Even those guys said no to Postal. <laughs> like, yeah. Oh, man. I could see how for some people they might not want to. <laughs> well, J.K. Simmons, I guess his agent like told him, do not be in this movie. And uh, he ignored him. I guess he wanted to work with Uwe Boll. I don't know. He saw. He's like us. He saw something in it, maybe. I guess, yeah. <laughs> uh, he saw the vision, the Uve vision. Uh, so here we go. We got, we got the Taliban at Postal Guys trailer. We've got Richie, the cult leader. We've got the townspeople who are chasing him, and everyone is having this massive shootout. And Postal Dude tries to get everyone to stop fighting and he's like hey let's just hug instead he gives a dog shit speech i was like <laughs> it was so pathetic yeah not insp- not inspiring at all um but then that was like i don't know i guess that was the joke though it was like that this is this is all he's like full of shit he's completely full of shit yeah the speech sucks he sucks <laughs> like and everyone immediately starts shooting each other as soon as he's done, which I actually thought was hilarious. Um, and also, I thought this was hilarious, too. Where, so Osama is fighting with the Taliban. He's like, uh, save some virgins for me. I'll be right back. He calls George W. <laughs> yeah. for an extraction. <laughs> he's like, I'll send you a helicopter. And he's like, I wish I could quit you. <laughs> oh, my God. I thought, first of all, I thought the first thing that George W. said, which was so funny, I, I think he said something like, oh, do you want me to, like, to drop a bomb over there? <laughs> and was like, no! <laughs> well, that's, like, the first thing. I was thinking a helicopter! Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, that was great. So everyone dies. Uh, Richie gets shot in the head. Muhammad gets blown up. The wife and the cops get blown up by Postal Dude. Um, yeah, everybody everybody dies except for Postal Dude and the uh, the barista. Yeah, and that damn. What about the? We didn't talk about the two old men. Did they die? No, we didn't. I, so yeah, I, you're right. I forgot about those dudes. There's just like two old gross guys that are always talking about like hot girls that walk by or like. They're they're We're disgusting. About how they slept with his wife. They're disgusting. Um, they're like they're also two like like old famous character actors too. Like if you look at both of their credits, they're in a, a million things you've probably seen. And so I, even this, I was like, this is weird that, that these guys are in this. But I thought they were both like they were. I don't know. They actually were quite charismatic and funny. But they were um they were also disgusting and horrible <laughs> they yeah they were gross they were what, what are the three taglines again uh offensive stupid and disgusting yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i would say that they fit the bill yeah. yeah they were great they probably did die at the end because at the end of this movie george w and osama are together holding hands and, uh, in a field <laughs> There's something on the news that says, like, uh, oh, we had to nuke China and India, and China <laughs> sent some nukes back, and uh, you have two minutes to live. <laughs> See ya. And, yeah, the, the fucking nukes hit, and the movie ends, and it's kind of kind of a happy ending, almost. They're but not really. Postal guy and the girl are together, or whatever. 
Yeah, they're they look like they uh, might make a go of things. <laughs> yeah, R.I.P. I guess. <laughs> Fuck. Uh, so yeah, that's postal. I, don't know, I thought it was pretty pretty good. Now that we've talked about it, it was like insane. Like that was an absolutely insane movie. <laughs> like I would, I think that like most of it was pretty funny. There were definitely some stuff where it was just like, ugh. Well, yeah, if someone's I, I gonna. Most of it was like pretty funny. You know, if if someone's gonna say something, I'd be like, yeah, okay, that's fine. <laughs> but like, if you didn't, if you didn't I, yeah, watch I, this again, I'd be like, okay. I would never ever ever defend this movie. I don't think I could in good conscience recommend this movie either, unless I like, unless I very well knew that person and knew their sense of humor. Yeah. I would definitely recommend it to Uh, certain people for sure. I would, yeah, to certain people. I would not, uh, I would not recommend it to most people. I think you said it best though in the beginning, like if just based on the first joke, like that might, (laughs) that might be your cue of when to duck out, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, So yeah, this movie, I thought this was hilarious. This movie had a $15 million budget. Which obviously gets written off. You want to guess how much this movie made worldwide? A hundred and fifty thousand dollars. Oh my god! Was the box office I, for this movie? I did movie. not know you were gonna say thousand. I was like, wait, what? <laughs> a hundred, actually, a hundred and forty-seven thousand dollars to be precise. That is like absolutely outrageous. But isn't it? It doesn't matter though, right? Because <laughs> it's the uh, no, it doesn't at all. It doesn't one bit. All something? the actors got paid. All the all the people got paid. <laughs> um, so really, Uve just made one hundred and fifty bucks. I think that uh, I think that what happened <clears throat> is is that this movie had a really hard time actually getting into theaters because of the nine eleven stuff. Oh, I would imagine. Um, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I yeah, I imagine that. They were just like, no, we're not, we're not playing this. Yeah, there was definitely. I think there was uh, some nine eleven stuff they also cut, like that, are in the. I think they're in the credits. Maybe it's like the extended edition or something. But I think, Oof. I think they kept. It's like stuff J.K. Simmons says. So I think maybe they cut it because like someone told them they had to or something. <laughs> but I don't know. <laughs> I mean, at that point, like, you might as well just leave it in. I mean, Jesus, like, the opening scene is, you know? Yeah, I can't remember if this, uh... Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, there was there's definitely some questionable... T- <laughs> tasteless was, I think, yeah, a good word. Yes. Yeah. That, that's a good descriptor. Um, yeah, so, exactly... Actually, I was gonna say the exact kind of reception you'd think, but I actually think that this movie did better on Rotten Tomatoes than I thought it would. It's got 9% from critics. Hey, nice. Which is not the lowest Uwe Boll movie that we've reviewed. <laughs> not as and worse. 34% from audience, which also Wait, is not the is worst. It? 34. Oh, okay. I think I've seen some people say a similar thing of like, it's like actually, it's a good adaptation of the game. Uh, and so they liked it, but yeah. I'm, I am kind of surprised that many people like it. Um, I was surprised by the critics. I thought it would be like zero percent, <laughs> like less than zero. What did the New I don't York know if Post negative think? is possible. 
I bet you the New York Post was not favorable. Yeah, pro- probably not. Oh, fuck the New York Post, though. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, all right, Goo, it's the, the moment of truth. Thumbs up or thumbs down, baby. Well, if you've if you've listened this far, because I feel like there will probably be some people who listen, listen in the beginning, and they're like, maybe like, I, I don't know about this episode. Like, I don't think it's yeah. funny. So, but if you've listened this far and you're, like, intrigued, I would recommend the movie. It's it, Like I said, it's an interesting look inside this weird guy's head you know what i mean like i think even some of the things that aren't i don't know I mean, th- not everything about uve bull is that interesting but some some of the weird like self-doubt he has and stuff in his uh you know it you can tell his insecurities are like there even in this movie i think uh i i agree with that it's if anything else it is a you know, it's a very fascinating look into the mind of Uwe Boll. I like you gave it a thumbs up. Yeah, is that, is yeah, that correct. I I, I enjoyed yeah. it. It was it was yeah, I, not for I everyone. Did too, for the most part. <laughs> yeah, th- there were some moments where I, even I was just like, "This, like, what the hell is going on here?" But I think for the most part, it was pretty funny. But like, you absolutely, you know. Yeah, you absolutely have to know what you're getting into and uh, have the type of sense of humor equipped to enjoy it. So if if you think that, uh, you know, I, I'm going to give it a thumbs up, too, just because it was so outrageous. Yeah, but it wasn't always good, but it it was it was outrageous. <laughs> that's for sure. Yeah, I, I agree. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. This finally, it finally felt like we saw the real Uwe Boll. <laughs> and after a couple attempts of like making like good movies and you know what it is because I think that's actually that's actually the legacy of this movie. You know what I mean? Because I think um, even though it wasn't uh, commercially successful, this I think kind of solidified like his his character that I think he's kind of playing a little bit. You know. Because, mm-hmm. like, people, yeah, just just where he gets to be, like, f- f- fuck you. Like, that kind of gets to be, like, kind of a gimmick for him, too, which I think, uh, you know, might help. It might help bolster your uh, reputation, because then people are going to be like, oh, I want to see, like, some people are like, I got to see what this guy is going to do, I guess, or, like, what his deal is. So, I don't know. I think, I think that's why it felt like this is the real Uwe, because we... I think before we even started the podcast, you know, you, you kind of like everyone knows who he is mm-hmm. or like yeah. every everyone who's like into like video games and stuff like no, like, oh, yeah, he's that guy who makes bad video game movies and he's like hates movies <laughs> or video games or whatever. Yeah, um, it, it's just like a, a fascinating. Yeah, it was a fascinating experience, and I feel like I feel like there was. I don't know, like like commentary, but I don't know if it was intended commentary. Yeah. Like he brought up a couple times, and like, but it it does kind of make you think, anyways, even if it's unintentional, which I kind of like. And yeah, like I I don't know, I I like as fucked up as it kind of sounds to say, I I don't know, I kind of like that he made like the Taliban not like a bunch of evil caricatures, which I mean, like they kind of were, but like they also like kind of weren't they weren't as much. 
or more characters than anyone else in this yeah. movie. Well, that's why so, I think like, they uh, I think they were, but I think the joke was like the I think part of the joke was there are these caricatures, but like they're kind of normal guys, you know. Which is, I don't know, maybe that's yeah. maybe that's kind of offensive uh, too. But I thought I thought it was funny. <laughs> yeah, there's like yeah, there's some definite like yeah. I don't know. There's there's some definite moments in yeah. here. That I, there's some stuff I think was intended. Some stuff wasn't. Definitely. It's all kind of. Uh, you know what? It doesn't yeah. matter whether whether it's intended. I believe that this is partially a commentary on like you know violence in America. Not just not just gun violence, but you know, just like how fucking there you go how violent we are. <laughs> Oh, well, uh, there we go. That is Postal. And uh, what what a movie it is. If if you are still with us, if you have stuck throughout this podcast to the end of this movie with some of the shit that we've said here. Um, I'm sorry. I think that you could probably, <laughs> yeah, I think you could probably piece together if you're going to like this movie or not. And uh, I think if you, you know, if you made it this far, you, you probably will have a good time watching this movie. So give it a give it a whirl. All right, we're deleting this recording right now. (laughs) (laughs) Um, All right, there it is, everybody. That's Postal by Uwe Boll. Just a friendly reminder. Oh, yeah. That our Patreon page is $1 right now. One One buck gets you you, uh, all of that extra content, the, the, the reviews, the movies, the music, the... All the good stuff that you want. And, of course, Donkey Kong is starting soon. So, yeah, that's going to be sweet. One buck gets you uh, tons and tons and tons of bonus episodes. I don't even know how many we have. Too many to keep count of. Yeah. <laughs> so many. <laughs> it's, yeah, uh, it's a lot. Uh, <laughs> so there it is. All right. Check us out over on Twitter at Virtual Theater X, at Spateri316, at GooeyFame. And uh, subscribe wherever you get your podcast to Virtual Theater. Patreon is a buck, a loony. Go and tell your friends where they can get their video game movie fix. And we will see you next time, everybody. Take care. Banana Slammer.